Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Once again, I am your host, A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Now, this is our second show. The first one went really well as we discussed what is a fiduciary. If you didn't listen to that show, you may want to go back and do so, because today we'll be talking about financial advisors and how to choose them as part of a four-part series. We'll be talking about the types of advisors, understanding the services, what you can afford, and vetting the advisor's background. But today is all about understanding the different types of advisors. As always, let's start off with a scripture of the day. Today's scripture is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Now, ain't that the truth? During our fiduciary episode, we talked about being cautious of the advisor who wants to talk about his background and credibility, trying to impress you instead of understanding you. And this scripture nails it on the head. See, a wise man seeks to understand before being understood. Knowing his opinion is just that, his opinion. It is okay to voice your opinion and is encouraged if you are a client. But as a service provider and advisor, Clients seek our opinion on financial situations, but that does not alleviate the advisor's responsibility to receive the client's opinion as well. Because as we discussed on the prior episode, the advisor is acting on behalf of the client, so he or she must be the teacher and student, willing to combine all available information to formulate customized information that the client can understand. So our word of the day is going to be robo-advisor. So listen to the podcast. By the end, you should be able to know the difference between a robo-advisor and a traditional or online advisor. Now, the term financial advisor is a general term that many have used to leverage themselves as someone in your corner. I hear insurance salesmen using the term, CPAs use the term, and even finance coaches use the term in hopes of building their credibility. See, I have no personal issue with anyone using the term under two circumstances. If... And only if that is what they're doing, advising clients about their finances, and they are explicit on the boundaries of that advice. If an insurance agent says that he can help you with your investments, I might be a little skeptical. Even though this may be true, the services they provide may be limited in scope. We will discuss this financial advisor pitfall in the following episode, but back to financial advisors in general. If you're listening to this podcast, then you at least know what type of financial advisor you're looking for. In the year 2020, many types of financial advisors has risen up the ranks. Robo-advisors, that's our word of the day, which is more of a low-cost investment management software. See, they use these algorithms to build investment portfolios based on questionnaires that you may answer. How old you are, what's your work experience, You know, what's your current assets? Some of the benefits is that they are very low cost because you don't have to pay medical insurance for a computer or even provide a retirement for it. Well, <laughs> you may not think it's funny, but uh, I'm laughing. But because it's true, right? Since the costs are lower to offer such a service over hiring an individual, companies can cut the cost of the consumer. Now, this is a great option for those who can't afford personalized service. To me, it is like picking a coat off of the rack. It may or